It's time for a Swedish Viga with some Swedish fun facts with your host, Pixel Pia. Welcome to Swedish Fika, the podcast where I take a closer look at Sweden and Swedes. I will share some habits and traditions that might seem strange, funny, and sometimes even crazy in the eyes of all non-Swedes. All done with lots of love for my native country and fellow Swedes. In today's episode... I'm going to talk about a 70-year-old stereotype that is very hard to change. And that is Sweden and sex. You can keep up with everything from a Swedish fika on aswedishfika.com or on Facebook or Instagram as a Swedish fika. And you can reach Pixelpia at pixelpia at aswedishfika.com. One of the most widespread stereotypes about Sweden and Swedes is that Swedes are decadent, promiscuous and sexually liberated. This is so completely ingrained in people's mind that the Germans even used the term Schwedenfilm or Swedish film when they talk about pornographic films. But where does the stereotype come from? And how true is it? Well, some of the sources of these stereotypes go back 70 years to the 50s and Swedish film. Two films in particular. Hon dansade en sommar. She danced for a summer from 1951. And Sommaren med Monica. Summer with Monica from 1953 are the recent for this stereotype. In both these movies, we can see bare female breasts, something that was totally unthinkable in the rest of the world at this time. These two movies have had a very important impact on the reputation of Swedes being easy and Sweden being the country of free love. Another factor that could have contributed is a speech by then-President D. Eisenhower at a breakfast meeting in Chicago in 1960, where he implicated that socialism had made Swedes suicidal, drunk and promiscuous. In the speech, he didn't mention Sweden by name, but everybody knew what country he was talking about. But there are other factors within Sweden itself. For example, as early as 1955, Sweden was the first country in the world to introduce obligatory sexual education in the primary school system. The goal was to teach students at a young age how to prevent unwanted pregnancy. Another example is that Sweden legalized homosexuality in 1944. In the U.S., this didn't happen until 
2003 nationwide. In Sweden, the legal age for sex is 15 years, compared to the US, where the legal age is 16 to 18 years, depending on what state you are in. But does this make Sweden the country of free sex? Well, as a matter of fact, I found a study done by a U.S. university in 2008 where they had done a study about promiscuity among countries all over the world. And they used three factors to measure this. One-night stands, attitudes toward casual sex, and the number of sexual partners. I will have a link in the show notes or the description to the study if you are interested in learning more. This study showed that among the OECD countries, the top 10 promiscuous countries are, and I go from number 10 to number 1. In place number 10, Canada. Number 9, Mexico. Number 8, Turkey. Number 7, France. Number six, the United States. Number five, Australia. Number four, the Czech Republic. And now the three medalists. In third place, we have the Netherlands. In second place, Germany. And number one among the OECD countries when it comes to promiscuity is United Kingdom. As a fact, Sweden wasn't among the top 10. And if we look at the same numbers from 2021, Sweden actually ends up at place 91 if we look at all countries in the world. In last place, not surprisingly, is the Vatican City. So is there any truth in the stereotype? Well, of course it is. All stereotypes have some kind of truth to them. If you visit Sweden, you don't find many strip clubs, and it's very unusual to see sexualized advertisement on TV. That doesn't mean that the Swedes are prude. It just shows that we have a very normalized relationship with sex. Progressive laws and relaxed attitudes towards sex for everybody. Teens, adults, men, women, straights and gays give Swedes the freedom to date and explore their sexuality in a safe, casual way. And there is very little judgment from others. There is not so much hush about sex. And in general, it is not frowned upon to have sexual relations very early in your relationship or even having casual sex. Very often Swedish women are looked upon as easy. From my point of view, that is not true. Swedish women are very equal to men. And it's just normal that the woman can be the one who take initiative. At the same time, many times Swedish men are described as shy. I think this is more an effect of not having to be the one that is taking initiative all the time. So to the question about 
nudity, which I haven't talked about at all. First of all, in a Swede's eye, nudity has very little to do with sex. Public nudity is not even illegal in Sweden, within reason. You will not see nude people on a regular beach. This is reserved for nudist beaches, or as Sweden often use, the term naturist instead of nudist. As I said, nudity is not illegal, and it's totally okay if you are out by yourself or with people you are very close to. And you come to a lake on a hot summer day and you didn't bring your bathing suit. And you really need a quick dip in the water to take a skinny dip. As long as there aren't people around close to you. But as I said, this doesn't mean that you find nude people on all beaches and at all lakes. People use common sense. But on all beaches and at any lake, you might find that women often sunbathe topless. This is something that doesn't create any reaction from the surrounding people because we are very respectful of personal space. So if you visit Sweden and go to a public beach, you might see women sunbathing topless. Another thing that is often controversial in some places is young mothers breastfeeding. This is also a very natural thing that can be seen in public in Sweden. And of course you are allowed to be naked in your own home. But don't stand in front of a window close to a public street, busy street where people can see you. Once again, use common sense. Don't force your nudity on other people. It is not appropriate. As I said, We are very respectful of personal space. And if someone chose to sunbathe topless, it's their decision. And we respect their space, we don't invade, and we don't judge. Of course, in Sweden, like any country, we have problems with sexual abuse. But Sweden changed their law when it comes to rape in June 2018, and were the first country that specifically say that a person needs to agree in words or clearly demonstrate in actions that they want to participate in a sexual activity. Passivity, being still quiet and saying and doing nothing, is not a sign of voluntary participation in the eyes of the law. The text stops short of making expressed consent a condition for sex. And it states that passivity is not a sign of agreeing to sex. So let me try to sum up things and give you some of my thoughts. I think this stereotype is very unfair. And as a Swedish woman, when I was younger and went abroad, I even avoided to tell people I was from Sweden just because of this. What Sweden have is a very relaxed attitude to sex. 
Nudity is not as common as you might think from the outside, with the exception of the sunbathing topless. But you don't see women going topless out and about in town. This is something that only happens during sunbathing. I can see how in the 50s with these couple of movies that the rest of the world was a little bit shocked maybe. But the world has caught up. And as the promiscuity report said, we are not in the top. I don't know how we can change this way of looking at Swedes, especially young Swedish women. But I hope that eventually nobody will do what I did and avoid telling people when you are abroad that you are from Sweden just because of this. I hope you learned something and maybe I have managed to change the way you think about Sweden and sex. If so, I am happy. Until next time, as we say in Sweden, hej då!